0: Welcome to the GS on Marketing Podcast with your
1: hosts, Redbeard and Evan, where we give you the digital marketing insights you need to make people think you're the smartest person in the room. All right, everyone, welcome to the GS on Marketing Podcast. We're back. We say we're back every single episode <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> Do you notice that? <laughs> You notice every... There hasn't been an episode that goes by. At the end, what we can do is actually put together like a compilation video that's just... We're back. We're back. We're back. And also, we'll like throw in the red beard. Red beard. (laughs) It'll be be a good video or a good podcast that we can do. Not a lot of effort either. No. Yeah. Those are the best kind. No. I just like to say (laughs) we're back because it's a new week. It is. And we went to Seattle last week. Seattle. Uh, So, what was your favorite part? Oh,
0: man. the whole journey there that was
1: a fun journey we went there because we had meetings with amazon you know a few different departments there so that was the purpose of the trip but that wasn't the entire you know they didn't take up the entire time
0: and the interns like i loved watching their intern video
1: so like they had uh they had internships there mm-hmm. and uh well a little backstory maybe we should explain we had uh four interns that also went with on this trip And when i say four maybe it was five 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 interns that went with on the trip, <laughs> and they we, we uh, they were set up. Uh, it was through the Biz Tank program, which you know offers career exploration for high school students, juniors, and senior. Kind of help them figure out what they want to do. And part of that was uh, they were interning here at Geneva Supply. And since we had the meetings and every a lot of the team members were actually going out on this trip, they set up the interns with job shadows at Amazon and also at Microsoft.
0: Yeah, that was pretty. Cool cool and if you get a chance check out the on the biz tank uh facebook page they made a really awesome video of the
1: whole trip they were tasked with recording basically the entire trip almost like a gary vayner truck kind of style right where you're just creating all that content for it <laughs> and they did a great job putting it all together you can see them in the airport at their job shadows all the different things they did i was impressed with what they took away from the job shadows and probably even more impressed with with that video that was a great job. Yeah, it was it was really awesome, right? We didn't have that same type of video. <laughs> <laughs> but we're in that video, you recognize the beard on one and then me just uh the guy standing next to him which is usually the case. So,
0: right out of the gate, we're, you know, we get to Seattle. I don't know what to expect, and immediately we're in line
1: at the Space Needle. That was the same day that we we landed. That was a good uh, that, that was a good way to set the trip off.
0: And everyone's like, "Beard, we're going to my like, a million feet up in the air. Are you ready for this? And you know what
1: Beard is trying to leave out right now? Is that he's actually afraid of heights, I, I, <laughs> I was terrified. I was terrified. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you get There was a lot of silence in that line. And it was a long line to wait. You know, it wasn't that it was you just walked right up and you went in there. You had to wait in line to get in, wait in line to get on the elevator. And we even had the tickets. And the whole time, like your beard just got redder and redder. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it really well. I mean, you handled it just fine.
0: Yeah. No, I wasn't sure. Like, I, I was pretty scared right out of the gate. And uh, and we went up that elevator, and thankfully that elevator ride was really quick. <laughs> it was like 40 seconds up to the top. But I was like, you know, I had my camera, so I was like just trying to kind of focus on like what I could see on the on the display of the camera uh, like the whole
1: time. Right. Instead of... Uh, instead of actually you living know, in the moment. Instead of looking down. <laughs> <laughs> The space needle was a great time. I would say my favorite non, you know, work business related aspect of the trip was probably just seeing your face every time you saw a dog. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome was that, though? Like all you in Seattle, it's like all dogs. Well, they've got the water bowl set out for them. You can actually tie them up there to it. Just every I've never seen a place that dog friendly. Yeah, and like, I've never seen a man full red beard before <laughs> get so excited every single time you saw a dog. It's like I went there and I met some new friends. It was a giddy excitement too, and I found out you actually followed. Dogs on Instagram during that trip.
0: It was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and it was so cool because like I couldn't believe how many people. So like we're we're at Amazon and we're sitting like in the lobby waiting for our meetings, right? And I couldn't believe how many people were bringing their dogs to work.
1: Yeah. I mean, they even had like like little dog treats at the check in desk. They did. And every time you saw a dog, you got really excited and just your eyes lit up. And, <laughs> you know, you wanted to go over there and just roll around and wrestle with the dog. You could tell. I, I pet some of them. You, I saw that. Was that. Pretty you cool. made their owners uncomfortable a <laughs> few times. I, I must say, like, I was watching the owners more than the dog, and they, they felt uncomfortable during some of it.
0: How about the face that one, when we were at the needle, that one dog, like that face that Oh, dog were, they, made. were
1: they training? him to yeah. <laughs> pose for photos, that was good.
0: That was hilarious. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. And like right outside Amazon, they had like that dog park and uh just there was like dog parks everywhere. And like every business was like pretty much into dogs, like water dishes throughout the whole time when we're walking down the streets. And Yeah, that was a dog friend of the place.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. And the meetings at Amazon, I mean, that was great talking about some of the different things that are going to be coming out right now. Already the ad platform. I mean, since we've started doing this podcast, the AMS, it hasn't been rolled out for every single account yet, but it's starting to come to a lot of them. I would say pretty soon they're going to have it all done where the UI is totally different. You log in there, you can actually see a lot easier what your spend is, what your sales were. It's got a graph on it and probably the most exciting thing which, you know, anybody that's done AdWords before and hasn't done AMS is probably going to think, or any kind of Amazon PPC, I should say, is probably going to think that this is maybe a little ridiculous. But right now, you can actually see what their suggested bids are for your keywords. Oh yeah, yeah, that's huge, right? That's something that running with AdWords, they they've had that. That's something that you know you use, and you can actually see. Okay, is that spend going to be worth it for that certain you know price or that certain bid to actually get my you know product in this case for Amazon to show? And having some point of frame of reference now for what that keyword is going to cost to to show up for the ad is is awesome. I mean, that's going to help out quite a bit. Going to make the number is a lot better going to make you a little bit more strategic with what keywords you are going after and which ones you aren't too.
0: Yeah, it's nice when you get that like little estimation, just uh, from a standpoint of like kind of knowing, like, all right, here's how much I can spend, right? You, you know, when you're setting those budgets and stuff. Well,
1: and they had it for the headline search ads, or at least the the frame, where you're gonna you should expect to spend this if you want to show up, you know, 50% of the time, 40% of the time, whatever the actual phrase was. But now it's on the sponsored products, and that's what you know, the actual sponsor. Product at so I'm looking forward to using that resetting up a lot of the campaigns that we have going through all the keywords seeing where their bids at that's been that that's been fun to do
0: now one of my favorite things that we experienced in Seattle was Amazon Go it,
1: that was I I cannot wait until that's rolled out everywhere why is it not everywhere why <laughs> like, they're going to be opening up their second location but it's also in Seattle
0: so anyone that doesn't know what this is. Right. There's an Amazon Go app that you download Mm. and you connect it to your Amazon account. So when you're at the Amazon Go store, you just, there's like a barcode on your app when you open it up. So it knows it's you. You scan that in to get in. And like, there's no checkouts. There's no, I mean, there Mm. might be a couple people that work there that are just there to help you out. Right. Right. To get that app set up or, you know, stock the shelf.
1: Well, it was a lot of, it was really touristy because of how new it was and that there isn't anything like this. Yeah. We were doing that. We were the tourists there. Yeah, well, I felt like, well, I had to, like, research
0: ahead of time. Yeah. So I kind of knew what to do, right? But some people, you could tell, like, oh, well, we have
1: to download an app. Like, they had no idea. Right, but all you do is you download an app, scan it, walk in, take whatever you want, and walk out, and it's just going to charge you.
0: Just take whatever. like, And, it knows. Like, you took something, you put something back. It just knows that. Um, and, yeah, you
1: just get a receipt when you leave. Yeah, there's a lot of technology behind that. I heard one person actually say that it was a team of about 300 people that actually came up with how all of that works. And the hardest Crazy. thing the hardest thing that they're having right now is the whole concept, the whole idea is to get people in, get them out, have it quick. That's how you make it profitable. And there's so many people just you know walking around enjoying the experience that it hasn't really taken off yet. But once that newness wears off and people actually start using it for the store because I, I was curious is it only tourists like ourselves that are going to this or are there actual you know Amazon employees Employees, locals that are going to that, and it turns out they were, yeah, because it's cheap, yeah, it's very inexpensive compared, you know, compared to everything else.
0: And I, well, I was like, oh, is this just for tourists? Until I saw, like, oh, there's
1: actual, there's meat, there's grass fed meat <laughs> you can buy. <laughs> I bought that water that was seventy nine cents. That, oh, that that was a that was a two liter of water, I think. Prices are crazy reasonable. Right,
0: it was pretty awesome, and they had all the stuff that you were kind of looking for. Yeah, Santa Which is whatever you Mm want—snacks, drinks. Nice little store. Go
1: grab it and go. It was easy. That was pretty cool. I can't wait till those are everywhere. Yeah, me too. You know, you know what? My other part of Seattle we should probably talk about is a Starbucks Reserve. (laughs) And our when we went hiking. That was hiking, is a good word for that. You know, because we were told, oh, you got to go to Starbucks Reserve, you enjoy coffee. It's not like any kind of Starbucks around, right? The, the normal Starbucks, I should say. And I'm a huge cold brew fan. I love cold brew.
0: Well, ju- just uh, before we start, just so
1: people know, Beard doesn't hike. <laughs> <laughs> I have also not been known to hike myself. (laughs) And we were told, oh, it's a great walk. You just head over there. It'll be fine. So we start our journey. And our journey (laughs) was about two miles, which doesn't sound all that bad, except that it was two miles at a complete incline, straight uphill the entire time. Over a highway, right, Actually, a major interstate. We had to walk over. Like that was there was nothing that was nice about the walk.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I put bricks in my backpack that day, <laughs>
1: yeah, but that thankfully I choice. had
0: the had the Gandalf stick, so that <laughs> well,
1: helped. <laughs> we finally get there though, and the coffee was amazing. Crazy. Even if it wasn't, I'd still be saying it was amazing, just because of how far we had to walk,
0: and because it's like everything in there. Just walking in, you're like. This is stuff we, we can't get.
1: Yeah, they don't serve those brews anywhere else. It's the special Starbucks Reserve brew that's only there. And to funny story about our walk is afterwards we were talking to the person that suggested the walk. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out she remembered later on that she stayed at a different hotel, and that's why the walk was so much nicer. <laughs> So so that was fun. I'm glad that I wore the tennis shoes that day.
0: It was it, we almost like feel like even appreciated
1: it that much more
0: and then we had to walk back (laughs) and then we did
1: walk back we probably should have hit the Uber coming back I'll
0: just say downhill is better than
1: uphill (laughs) it was easier on the way down (laughs) except at one point I just like laid down and started rolling because I couldn't walk anymore yeah people are walking everywhere there Ah, you know that's a lot with larger cities I don't know if I could do that every day Get used to it. I'd be Ubering the whole time. <laughs> Two blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> <The Uber. laughs> so what are you doing marketing wise lately? Anything new and exciting? Oh man. A lot of uh just creating
0: a lot of content. Yeah. Right? Creating a lot of uh videos podcast,
1: you know. Um you know out there on Facebook doing some paid advertising. You know what I've been liking a lot with paid advertising is a platform called Adbeat, so A D B E A T. Oh. And you can go in there and see your competition's ads, not just on Facebook. Because what's awesome about Facebook now is you can go look at your competitors, go to info and ads ad on their page. And see what they're running. Right, yep. exactly. You can see all the ads that they're running. But AdBeat takes it even a step further. It shows you all the ads that they're running in all these other different platforms as well. So it's great just to see what type of copy they're using. It also shows you how long an ad's been running. So if an ad's been running for a long time time, you can kind of get the idea that it's probably working for them. And, you know, a lot of marketing is just inspiration from other places. So it's good to know what somebody else is working or what's working for somebody else. And and it's got to be nice, too, um, to know, like, as a company that, like, your
0: agency is actually running those ads on your behalf and you can actually see that they're (laughs) happening.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Kind of double check. Right. Because a lot of times you're just, uh, you know, people that I work with on the agency side, they're just... getting a report not actually going in there and taking a look yeah. at it so it's good to have that transparency i'll tell you another thing that would be good is when you start to take a look at the reports it's it's interesting how all the data can be grouped and what kind of what type of metrics you know you want to report on for it is it just likes and views or is it visits to the website like what's that goal so that's one thing that we always work on I mean, anytime we take out a new client we always want to have the goal and we want it to be you know the typical smart goal which i think most people are pretty familiar with now, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound, have that goal, know when you're successful or not. That's what makes it everything so much easier to have that specific goal.
0: Yeah, like, what do you want more of? You want views? You want likes to your page? Do you want um, more
1: traffic to the website, sales, you know? Yeah, and also... I mean, what is it, you know? Also, I'm curious as to how people are identifying their competition lately, because one thing that I've noticed is that that and actually this was um, I was listening to another podcast and they made a reference to this and it's you have and I, if I could think of the podcast I'd name it so that I'd give a little bit of credit out <laughs> but yeah, shout out <laughs> to that podcast so great so that was a good podcast strong work uh, actually I strong believe work. you know I'm thinking about it it was uh, Neil Patel's podcast oh, and nice. him and Eric Sue and it was that's one of my favorites and what I loved about it is that they mentioned how a lot of times companies don't know who their real competitors are So you're analyzing somebody else's ads that they're running and you want to try to replicate that, but you have different audiences. Even if you're a marketing agency, another marketing agency is not always going to have the same type of audience that you have. We do a lot with manufacturing clients, right? Especially with ones that are going to manufacture and sell a product because we're selling that on Amazon. Another marketing agency might not have anything to do with that type of customer. They might be going after dentists. So we wouldn't want to look at what their ads are and what they're doing and think that it has any carryover to what we're doing because it's a completely different audience. So one thing that was recommended was to use the Facebook Pixel, have that on your code with, or your site, which by the way, everybody should have that, very important. Put it's the, super easy to do. Yeah, just as easy. If you have Google Analytics on your site, you can get the Facebook Pixel on your site. It's that easy. Yep. Yeah, you just simply go in, uh, create that through Ads Manager. And then it's gonna give you a lot of great analytics for type of people coming to your website when you start to run Facebook ads, tracking the conversions, makes everything a lot easier. But also what it does is tells you a lot of detailed information about your audience. So you can take all of that detailed information that you have, the demographics, everything else, and then you can run it through a place like SimilarWeb, and it'll show you all the different types of places that are, you know, websites that have similar audiences to you. And that's a better way to try to find your competition. It's not just we're in the same industry, we offer the same services, it's to who, right? And that way, when you start to look at that information, then you can start to pick apart what's Resonating with the audiences and what isn't, and you can improve your marketing overall for sure. And that's awesome. So that that that's been one thing that have been using, highly recommend to use. Just being smarter with your competitive analysis. It's not just the industry, It's who the actual people are, but also just trying to not you know not not copy anybody because just because someone is, as much as you'd like to say, oh that ad was running for six months, it's got to work really great. I've seen people just run an ad for six months and never really look. <laughs> they just yeah. want to have the ad out there, so you know it's just still got to be you know a good marketer and subjective. Yeah, don't copy, but be inspired by. Yeah, and it's right. the other thing too is don't just get inspired by the people in your industry. It's amazing all the other things that people are doing outside of your particular niche that can have a lot of carryover impact, and that's when you can start to come up with some really creative ads.
0: Yeah, and that's why I like I like to keep an eye out for like the newest stuff, right? Yeah, the newest little you know additions to Facebook, or now they're, they're Offering, like I just saw the other day, like uh, a new thing for influencers oh, are they? and brands, yeah. Um, but like to just see like those little things, and um, you know, how can oh, how could we benefit from that? How could we use that to to our advantage yeah. and, and do some really cool things with that? And not everything is going to be a go, right? right? But uh, but you got to keep, keep an eye out for the new things and uh, how you might be able to
1: incorporate that into your business, yeah. First mover advantage is always going to be important when you latch on to a. You know, any type of platform. You look at Google AdWords back when it I mean, 10 years ago, even longer than 10 years ago, you could get keywords a lot cheaper than you can now. But now that everybody's doing it, it's at a point where it's more expensive for those terms. It's more competitive. You have to get a little bit more targeted. It's not as profitable. Same thing with you know any type of advertising platform. Facebook is getting more and more expensive now, too. I think it's still lower than a lot of other places are, especially for the reach that it has. But it's going to get to a point where it's gonna be more expensive. So understanding where people are at, where that attention is, and then being able to, to actually take advantage of that is always gonna be you know great when it comes to, to, to making your marketing a little bit more a little bit more profitable because it's less costly in the beginning with these advertising platforms. And that's why I still like Amazon advertising. It's it's getting more expensive. The keywords definitely are more expensive than they used to be, and that's not going to change, but it's at a a point still where you're targeting somebody who's ready to buy, and when they're ready to buy versus just doing the research and looking for information, you can usually have a lot higher, you know, return on your advertising spend.
0: Yeah, and it's going to cost more when it's the place
1: to be, mm-hmm. right? And it already is the place to be, yeah. so I'm surprised it costs as little as it does now. Nice. It's only going up. So, and one thing that we do need everybody that's listening to this podcast to do is to actually subscribe to the podcast, right? Right, and leave a rating. I mean, we want to know what what you think yeah, and share your feedback yeah, and do, not, do you not like his beard maybe we can convince <laughs> him to shave it oh man or maybe just a trim mm, i mean or not I, I, it's probably part of his personality now i don't think you can do that but if that's what you wanted i'd love to hear that on the podcast i'd also like to have that you know subscribe and the, the ratings and the reviews on there i think that that would mean a lot to me would it mean a lot to you
0: yeah i mean if somebody was like to go on to like itunes right and uh you know give us that rating and then type in there like hey beard i think you should like you know, take a couple inches off, you know, just to even it up. Like, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, and if you hit us up on Twitter
1: with maybe a screenshot of your review, maybe there might be a little bit of goodie bags that could be sent your way. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Maybe not, though. I don't know. I'm just say, suggesting, you know, to possibly do that.
0: Yeah, and maybe, uh, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, blowing up every single day. So yeah, check that bigger out. Bigger
1: and bigger. A lot of good marketing tips on there.
0: Yeah, we got those. Uh, classified, though. Yeah, we got. So we got the, the video of this podcast on there. You could check that out. Um, but we also have yeah, those GSI marketing tips. Um, those are pretty good if you can tell that it, it's us. Yeah,
1: I mean, you shouldn't be able to because of the the editing capabilities that we have and the blurs, but you might be able to catch on to a few people. Yeah, uh,
0: the blurs is a joke. In case <laughs> anybody's... <laughs> In case anyone's wondering, <laughs> the blur is a joke. Oh,
1: he just gave it away. Yeah. Well, I guess that, that yeah, you know, we were trying to give good good advice and secret classified information away. So, well, that's we just for the podcast <laughs> listeners. So,
0: like, they're in
1: on the joke. Now, oh, right? nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, I'm good. You got anything else you want to talk about?
0: Oh man. Well, um, I don't know. I think uh, I think that was a lot. I mean that that uh, that was just such an awesome trip. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we just did so many cool things. We met so many awesome. Interesting people. And you met a lot of dogs. (laughs) (laughs) We did meet a lot of dogs, which I've been showing people those photos. Oh, I I, I believe it. I believe it. Your dogs at home were probably jealous. They were. I got that sniff inquisition (laughs) when I got
1: them. It was crazy. All right. Well, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Hit us up on YouTube, Twitter, everywhere else. Podcasts are sold. I think that's the line, right? It's usually what I say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We out. Thank you for listening
0: to the G.S. on Marketing Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at G.S. on Marketing. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and wherever podcasts are sold.